Welcome to this week's edition of Tuesdays with Torah with Rabbi Mayer Bodner. Every week we'll explore some Torah values that will help us grow, understand, and be more successful in our lives and relationships. We try to hone in on subjects and ideas that are not readily known or available and explore and enlighten them through our Torah scholars of past and present to get a better understanding of what the Torah wants from us and how we can greatly enhance our lives goals, and relationships with others and Hashem. We welcome your comments and suggestions, and we'll try to incorporate them in our show. Here's Rabbi Bodner. Hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, everybody. A big, big uh, welcome to Yechiel Danziger, all the way from, came in from Texas, from Dallas, Texas, to come back and be with us. So, uh, it's a great simcha. And Mazel and Bracha, that we have him here. It's uh, we miss you, and uh, welcome back. Come as as many uh, wh- whoever who sponsored his ticket. Whoever sponsored his ticket, please do it again. <laughs> um, okay, so um, we're up to the Peleyotz is talking about, or the Peleyotz for Elliot or anyone else um, is talking about. Now we're up to. Um, of Tesvav 15 is talking about Achdus, unity, and then we're going to talk about some lessons I, uh, I'm bringing you back from, from Dubai. So hang on. Okay, so, um, so he says as follows, Hashem derives great pleasure from us being together in Achdus, in, in unity. And he says, the Peliot, even if we're doing a virus, get this, we could be doing a, we shouldn't be doing a virus, but even if we're doing a virus, but if we have unity and we have achdus, we won't get punished. And what's the raya? He says the raya is from. What's the raya? That you could be doing trivia, trivia tonight. Mitzrayim. What they do, Mitzrayim. You know what? There's a lot, a lot of times. That's also could be. Yeah, they. Daraf Laga. Very good. That's what his his right. Daraf Laga. His only way that Hashem had to trick them is to change language, so they wouldn't be. Achdus, so they would be fighting. Once they're fighting, boom, I can get them. Once they're achdus, they're sort of it has Hashem, you know, in a stalemate because they right. So I was thinking about this. Can you imagine this? Parents come home. There's two guys, two brothers are are, are, are they usually always fight, but they're they're really really mischievous. Chas It shouldn't be by a, a, a Jew. They come home and the, and the parents come home and they see the house is burnt down to a crisp. Right? And the two brothers are there laughing on the side. And they, they realize that they had something to do with it. And the parents go over and say, uh, Boys, did you do that? And they say, Uh-huh. Yeah, we sure did. Oh, you should see that fire. That fire was amazing. That was, that was really cool. And they said, Well, you, uh, you, you did that? Yeah. Um, did you fight while you did that? No, no, no. We had it all planned out. We were, we were, achtos. We were, we were good. Uh, you know what? Okay, I, I'm very unhappy that the house is burnt down. But you guys played nicely. You imagine parents, and you didn't fight. I'm, I'm good. No punishment. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That's not happening. Correct. Not happening. They're going to get both whacked as, as much as as much as if they would be fighting. But that's that's why we're different than Hashem. Hashem says, my kids are not fighting, my kids are good, even if they do terrible things, but they're, 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 the punishment is held. 
And um, he says the other way around also, if we want to succeed as a shul, as a town, as even a group, as a business, <laughs> as a, uh, uh, partners, right? What you make sure to have unity and you're going to have Hatzlach. Make sure you have to have the Achdus. We're not going to fight. You make up a, a conscious effort. We're not going to fight. We're going to do this together. Then you're going to have Hatzlach. Just the same way as the other way around. If you're going to do something together, but you're not going to have Hatzlach, then, then, and you're going to fight, you're not going to have Shalom, and you're going to fight, then it's not going to work. <coughs> and he, said, he compares it to a rope. You have, what's a rope? It's a bunch of twine, right? It has little strings, little threads. You pull them, they're nothing. They come together. As a matter of fact, twines are like, you, you put a twine together, they're, they're pieces. One starts over here, one ends over here. They're not even full long threads, right? They're made up of natural twine. However, you put them all together and you twist them together, so they're bunched together. That twine becomes so strong, it can hold up the, the uh, ro- uh, ships. It can hold. That's what they, they use it for. So that's it's an amazing raya of when you have achdus together and you have a, a bunch coming together, the strength is, is, is powerful. And, um, and it's, it's just, it's hard, it's hard to break. And, and, and it goes the other way around also. If you don't have, Reb Chaim Vital says, if there is machlekes, it pushes away a hundred parnasas. The parnasa comes, the bracha comes from from uh, achdus, and if you don't have the achdus, you're gonna put, you're gonna push it away. It's very very important. I heard from um, Eli Mansor a beautiful thing that says that where the bnei Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, right? What the letters Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. You count the, the letters, the letters are 13, right? If you want to do the math quickly, Avram is 5, Yitzhak and Yaakov are 4. There you go, 13. What does 13 stand for? Echad. Echad is together. Now, the Avram, Avram, Yitzhak and Yaakov taught us Echad is the monotheism, right? That means there's only one God, that's Echad. They, they, there was never such a thing like that. They also taught us that Echad, there is one nation, that we're all together. And they were very, very strong in teaching that. So that's and the same thing, the Imaz taught, taught us the same thing. Listen to this, it's no coincidence. Sarah, Rivka, and Rachel. Sarah is three, Rivka four, Rachel three, Leah is three. <coughs> what does that equal? Thirteen. Thirteen is Echad. And they also taught Echad, the, the unity of, of, of Achdus, of one, the power of one. So 13 plus 13 is what? 26. 26. Very good. Yud Kei Vav Kei is Hashem. What does Hashem say? Hashem says, With love. Ahava. What is Ahava? Aleph Hei Beis Hei. What is that? Number 13. So, Be'ahava is two thirteens. When you have the two, the Avas and the Yamah, it's the two thirteens, and you're both Echad. You're all together, you have 26, you have Hashem. That's why it says, Laman Shmoy Be'ava. Why does Hashem bring the Gula? Laman Shmoy Be'ava, because of the Ava, because of the love, yes, and because of the unity, because of the thirteen. So that's very, very important that we uh, remember that we have to um, have, regardless of whatever we're doing, we want to have unity, especially if we're in a group. And the minute we don't have unity, we don't have um, the Rizal, 
was uh, was uh, was during talking about. I'm, I probably said the story during the coronavirus is much worse. Was a, was there was a virus at the, during that time? The reason I think that was uh, typhus, and I say like a third of the world was was killed. The whole world it was all over the place. And anyway, at one point, he said in his he he had a certain camp in in in. Um, in Svas, and they were very, very much like, they learned a lot, Kabbalah, and Nister, and Nigla, and they were very, very close, but, and he wanted that very much, but once there was Machlekes, he told his Kehillah, I'm not going to last, because this, the Machlekes broke out, it started with the wives, it's always the wives, right? Uh, <laughs> they're the ones that usually say, why are you fighting? They were, they were like, uh, right? Um, so the, uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, uh, they started and the, and the, and the machlekes spread and the Rizal said, I'm not going to make it. And indeed, the next day, he, ca- he contracted the disease. Him and his family all perished. That's when he died. Then he, they lost that achdus. Okay, so coming from Dubai, that was uh, it's a, it's not a coincidence that I saw Dubai is a very very wealthy and um, country that uh, we're seeing we're seeing major changes happening over there. Um, but they're so successful, so wealthy, and so and so successful. What what perhaps what is a secret is a secret. What happened was there's really seven emirates, and these seven seven emirates joined together in unity, and they said, you know, we're seven rulers, but we're going to be one, UAE, that's what it stands for, United Arab Emirates. <clears throat> and they became united, they joined the, the, the wars, there's seven countries really, they're very closely together, but they said, you know, we're gonna, people are going to fight, fight with us because we have oil, they joined together, and they became tremendously successful, in the last, only about 75, about 50 years ago, 75 years ago, they, that's when they joined, and uh, I think it was in seventy seventy two, and um, so it was fifty, even less, and they joined together, and since then they, their stocks shot up. They 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 found much more oil wells, and they had gold, and they had they had uh, commerce. They became a trading post for that whole region of the, of the world. Um, and it's no coincidence. It's, it's not only told for. By the way, the Dara Flugger were not Jewish. It's not only. It's for everybody. It's for especially Bnei Avram. They became so <laughs> amazingly wealthy that um, that uh, I I might have mentioned it. There is no income tax over there. Zero. Zero income tax. No state tax. City tax. We have here in New York. Okay. <laughs> we have state city. They. It, <laughs> they Federal, state, city, federal. Then, one second. So then we're paying all that stuff, and now, and now with the uh, Biden administration, it's going to go up, you know, tenfold, going up to to sixty-one percent in the higher bracket, and with Mr. Shem, everyone should be get there in the higher highest bracket, but which is not that high. But they, so you're paying sixty-one percent, sixty-one pennies out of the dollar, and then, and then, then you go, you have your forty. You finally you have your you're uh, 39 cents, right? What are you, 61, right? You're left with 39 cents. Okay, I made a dollar. I worked hard. I made a dollar. You come and come to the store with 39 cents. And what do you pay? 
8.8975 of tax. You know? So it's doubled. Um, and then, oh, wait, wait, now I finish. And then you go and you say, okay, let me we work very hard. I got put my 39, 39 cents together and I'm going to buy a, uh, a house. And then property tax is 10, 20, 30, $30,000. Every year that you're paying, you're paying rent after your house. So they have, they have their property tax is zero. They don't need your money. That they, they, uh, they say, come, come live with us. It's it's fine. Their their um, their sales tax is zero. The foreigners they just started actually on the foreigners. They said, listen, the foreigners are coming. They're all going to come by here. You know, let them let them pay. So they have a five percent tax. So five percent sales tax. But um, but that that's that they're tremendously successful. So we're all together. We're all good. That's that's one of the reasons um, <coughs> that they are uh, so successful. But another reason is is perhaps is that they they daven and they pray and they pray five times a day. They pray to the same same every day. There's no there's no yashka. There's no Muhammad. There's no there's no uh, they. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the, the same way. The same way. The same thing. But uh, yeah, they're misinformed. They don't, you know, have the right. They don't have the Torah. They're not the chosen people, and they know that. But Lamaisa, they have that. Still have that tefillah. So that tefillah can help them. But that doesn't help the Palestinians who don't have any uh, <laughs> any bread to eat. But uh, but they They don't have the achdus. So it's it's an amazing uh, thing, but what is amazing is as follows. What's amazing is to see what's going on, and um, allow me to give you a little bit of research that I did about why what's happening. That you have these for many many years, the Arabs have not let us in <coughs> into their borders. Now not only letting us in, they're opening open arms. They're they're rolling out the red carpet. They're they're saying, "Come, we're your brothers, we're your sisters, we're." We we want to do business. We want to do do uh, open up a land for you. It's here. It's genuine. So, uh, the end the past end of Chayisara talks about something uh, Avram Avinu. Um, so a little trivia. Does anybody know? Would to raise your hands? Because David, I know you know. Um, does anybody? Um, I have I have actually people. Uh, somebody emailed me. They wanted to know. Um, yeah, uh, they gave me a nice compliment, and they said, "Who's is David?" So I told them, "If you come, you'll meet him. You have to, you know." Uh, <laughs> what's no? Uh, it was not a female, not at least from the name that they gave. Um, so anyway, so the end of I, the trivia question is, and it's for anybody out there in turn any time. You can raise your hand out there. How many sons did Avraham Avinu have? You said two, okay. That would be too easy. Come on, how many sons did he have? Anyone know, David? You don't know. You do know. Twelve. You say twelve. Four. What? No, he knew. Okay, that is correct. He has eight children. He had Avraham Avinu had, of course, Yitzchak and Yishmo. And it's not even, you don't even have to find it, but it's usually very hard. By the time the end of the parasha, it's after Hamishi, or after Shishi, I believe, in, uh, in um, Chayisara. 
the Pasuk says that he retook, he remarried Keturah, Keturah Zuhagar, and he had six children. These six children, what happened was, um, they were children of Hagar. Now, Hagar, Hagar was a fine uh, lady. She was an Arabic lady, but she was a fine lady. She, they said she didn't, that she had no Averis. When she was away from Avram Avinu, by the way, she never touched another man. She never went with another man, even though she didn't think she was going back. She had n- no clue that she'd be going back. But she felt that if I was married to Avram Avinu, I, it, it doesn't pass. I, and, and she was beautiful, and she was still young, but she didn't touch another. She didn't let another man touch her. And um, so she she was she actually had had, had a lot of tzitkis to her. So she ma- remarried him in his olden age, and um, and he had these six children. What happened was before he died, the pasuk still says that he um, he sent he gave them gifts, and he sent them away east. The Gemara says that um, these are the children... Oh, so Rashi says over there, why did he do that? Because he didn't want these children, they were his sons, they didn't want them to have a claim in the Yerusha at all whatsoever. So they, he sent them before, he, he would be out of the picture before he dies, and they shouldn't come and, and claim, you know, that, um, that uh, hey Yitzchak, divide, divide the Yerusha. He was a rich man, Abraham Avinu. So when he sent them away... He sent them far away, and obviously people knew that he was sent, they sent them away. So that's a very clear sign that they're, they're not part of the Yerusha. But anyway, the point is that, um, that the Gemara says that these sons, by Yemais Mashiach, listen to this, they're going to help bring the Yidin back. They're going to help bring the, uh, the knowledge of, of Hashem back to the world, and they're going to help gather the Yidin from all over, and I believe, I'm not sure if this says exactly, but I believe that they will help show that the Yidna are the chosen people. So, okay? So let's put this aside. Now, so conventional wisdom, people who speak about it, say that these people, what, they sent them east, it says Kedma, sent them Kedma. So conventional wisdom say, some Farshim say that this is China, or Asia, somewhere in Asia, in the Japan, in that region, that's, that's east. Right, how you do, whatever, that, that region. However, it's always bothered me because uh, anyone that has gone to China, or any businessman, anyone has gone to China, got to know a little bit of the Chinese people. The Chinese people, no offense, are wonderful people, wonderful, sweet, amazing people, but they're not anything to do with Avram. There is no, there is no, there is no, there is no, uh, there's no genes of Avram Avinu in there. Anyone that knows them knows them. They're, they don't have that. That, that Avram Avinu's genes, they don't have that tremendous hospitality. They don't have that, or anything like that. They don't have the Rachmanis of it. They don't have that. They're missing that. They're wonderful people. Upstanding citizens, right? I'm saying it publicly. Mm. Um, but they do not have that. There is no Shemitz of Avram Avinu there. That's number one. Number two, another hint. In the, one of the children, what were they? They were... Um, tent makers, and their names even was that. This is Zimrashi. They made tents. Now, I venture to say that these seven, these um, six children went out where they, where they go to the region. If you look on a map, and it's exactly, exactly east of Eretz Yisrael, is this UAE, is the Arab Emirates, that area. 
there were six, and the, the, the I saw a mafarsh that says that Yishmael was it was followed. So it's very possible that one of the children of Yishmael followed his brothers, half brothers, uh, no full brothers, because that was Hagar also. I'm sorry, 100 percent full brothers followed their brothers. Right, right, right. Hagar's followed their brothers. So there's seven. There goes that's the seven emirates, the seven rulers. Started from the seven, and that these this this emirate goes back thousands and thousands of years. That there, it's all blood. It's all there's no. So you have the seven emirates. There's and from from seeing them and meeting them, the hospitality is legendary. If anybody wants to learn, you want you want to learn Haknasas Archim, you go there. It, I'm I'm serious. This the the regular people. You ask you ask them to you try. It. Can I come to your house? No problem. Come in, come into your house, and they'll, 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 they have these crazy men hug them. Is that if a guest tells you, oh, they like, uh, they like your, your, your jacket, they say, oh, no, no, short, no problem here. Gift, it's a gift. They'll take it off, give it to you. You know, do you like, you like your watch also? If you like your watch, they, they, they don't wear their Rolexes because of that. If a guest says they like it, they like it, they'll take it off. This is, this is a, a minig, this is a minig. A guest? A guest is a king. A guest is a king over there by them. Where, where did this come from? Where did this come from? It, it doesn't... It's everything points... There's, it, everything points that these are the things. Now, it gets more. Because Avram Avinu, what did he do? He sent them gifts. What were the gifts? We don't know. So one of the Mepharshim said the gifts were a bracha. What is bracha? Bracha is... He wanted them so much... He loved them. They were his children. Not like Yitzchak, but he still had, had a love for them. What, what, it makes sense he gave him the bracha that he had was the, able to, be, to, have, to have bracha, to have wealth on their own. To be, because that wealth on their own is going to help keep them away from Yitzchak's Yerusha and allow them to be very, very wealthy. And that's exactly what they have. He gave them bracha and the bracha was able to, um, to keep them. So it's amazing to see that I think it makes a lot, a lot of sense. Everything, a lot, of, a lot of things are pointing, and there's, there's more, but a lot of things are pointing to the fact that these are the, these lost, lost children of Ramavinu. But what's more special, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to go so badly, is because I strongly believe it's Ikvisa the Mashiach. Now all of a sudden, does that make sense? Everything, all the pieces are falling into place. Now all of a sudden, they're opening up to Israel. Not just op- not just saying, okay, we'll tolerate you. Come in, you come in there. You walk with with um, with sitzis out with your yarmulke. Cars stop you. They beep. They open up the window and they say, "Salam aleikum, welcome, my holy brother, holy brother." It's Arabs that were were for so many years killing us, running after us, are so happy to see us. Come, invite, inviting you, come to my house, you know. Um, so some people said maybe there's, there's the, you don't want to chance that one Arab that didn't come around yet, you know, and he still has a knife, but Baruch <laughs> Hashem, we didn't see any, anything, anything. You go to, to Prague, we, we've been in Prague, you see, you, we feel the hate. You feel the, the, they look at you with such loathe and so, so much hate. It's just, it's just the opposite. So I'm not gullible. We, I, I feel it. I know when it's there, and it, it was not there at all. And uh, it, it's, for me, it was, this is what I want to see. I wanted to see the actual coming of Mashiach. I'm actually seeing, I feel like actually seeing, seeing the, the wheels change. It's not, not a coincidence that, um, 
these things are happening. It's not a coincidence that, uh, that you know they're they're uh, they're doing what they're doing and trying everything. We had a uh, one of the the government um, people actually worked for one of the rural families. <coughs> Adnan, his name is. Um, there was a picture actually in in, uh, in the Shiva world. He came in and he, he we had a, a delegation from from the government. And he was checking, you know, he had been coming out. He gave a speech how it's all open for us. It's, it's the, the, the land is your land. Come enjoy. It's, it's just, it's just an amazing thing to see. And that's, uh, that's, um, that is very, very, very nice to see. So, um, so what do we have to learn from that? We have to learn from that is that we got to get ready for Mashiach. We have to realize that um, what's what's keeping us and keeping keeping us the, them there is is the tefillah, and they're also the thankfulness. They're also the uh, there's a lot of hakar that they have, <coughs> a lot of hakar We see actually in this week's parsha, this past week's parsha, we see the first time that was a real hakar was when Leah called her son uh, called her son Yehuda. She had the thanks. She had the idea of every time she called, this is the first time that there's a real Haida in the Torah. What does that mean? So, without going through the whole Cheshman, she realized that everything, nothing is given. Everything that she has is from the Rabbani Shalom, and she wanted to say it out. She wanted to repeat it and say it out. So every time she called him by his name, she was saying, thank you Hashem. Hey, thank you Hashem, come help me uh, with the table. Thank you Hashem, please clean your room. Thank you Hashem. You know, so... That's some of the things that we, we that we have to do in order to keep keep the momentum coming to realize what we have. Um, okay, so one of the other things that we learned was that um, the city of Dubai is built on a desert. Sand has a way of like taking everything and just swallowing it. It's dry. It's windy. It's it's there's nothing there. It soaks up any moisture. That's how the desert does. So they took a land and they built it on a desert. It's all, it's all desert. But how do they do it? They, put, they have a lot of money so they can do it, right? So they constantly are, have to uh, keep things watering ten, ten times more than the average uh, yard out in the front in the Farakaway. So <clears throat> what they, uh, they have big water bills. Um, they have something called, I didn't see it, but there's a massive like botanical gardens, but way nicer it's everything is everything they have here is there on steroids they have something called magic gardens you can look at it look at google they have plants they have made in out of horses in complete horses they're all plants and now this magic magic gardens since it's planted on the desert it has to be replanted every single year we're talking about millions of dollars worth of plants and flowers and it's gone in a matter of like over over the summer cannot last, and in the spring they have to replant everything. It's not meant. To, it's it's plants that are not meant to replant, but they die. No matter how much water you have, they can't die. What's the, what's the most hassle is that is that it's like a mirage. It's like there's nothing there. We sometimes feel so secure with our houses, our our things, our material things, but. Really, it's no different than the desert, where it's just here for now. It looks like it looks beautiful, looks nice, but you leave it alone for a minute. The, the sand and this desert just swallows it all up, and it's gone. It's nothing, and that's uh, it's it's uh, something that we have to realize. It's no different over here. 
Okay, uh, the idea of Malchus, uh, we went to the palace, and um, I really wanted very much to speak to uh, uh, Muhammad bin Rashin al-Mukdam, and um, Chutzpah, he didn't want to see me, <laughs> but um, that's the ruler of Dubai, that is the, but before we went, you know, I had, I had Chalimus of, of actually seeing him, I asked, the, we, 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 we asked the delegate that we met, that we got friendly with, if he can hook us up, and uh, very conveniently, uh, he, his phone was, uh, was like shut off for the next day, one, the last day that we were there, but anyway, we went outside to the palace, and we, were, we, we took pictures outside of the palace, uh, and um, so the shaila was, we, should we have to make a bracha? Because there is a bracha when you see a king. And the answer is absolutely. It doesn't matter. Some are called shikah, and some are called uh, sultans. That a ruler, the halachic parameters of a ruler is anyone that has life and death in his hand, and he definitely does, then you need to make a bracha when you see them. What's the bracha all about? Bracha from Hashem, yeah, he's a... He's a Whatever, Melch Basavadam. And the answer is because we in our own minds can't understand the idea of Malchus. What does it mean? Somebody's in control. So when we see a king, always, it's a, it's a fra- well, no fraction, but at least it's something different than we're used to. All right? I'm looking, like, looking at uh, you know, somebody here. If he doesn't like me, right, he, he can't kill me. He can't. It's like, uh, whatever. He's, uh, it, it's not going to, right, it can't happen. There's, there's, but a king doesn't like me. I'm gone. It's it's or or vice versa. He likes me, right? This is what I was hoping for, right? And then we got. I was hoping he would take care of the shul and the whole uh, project, but uh, really, I was uh, you know. But I'm I'm still not giving up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. So so lamaisa lamaisa we do we're supposed to make a bracha, and um, but so. So we weren't able to make a bracha, but we were able to contemplate and think about it and say, wow, if this guy is something that you make a bracha to, you, you have to b- definitely, melech, malchem, lochem, the melech of all, he comes to us. When we come to visit him in the shul, he's here. He doesn't hide out, and, 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 and we weren't allowed to go. It's huge, the grounds, I can't even describe it. I have to show you pictures, but the grounds are huge, and there's... You're driving and driving, and, and the cop is at one point, and they're, they're guards, and you cannot go past here. And if you, you know, oh, I don't want to try going a little bit past there. But um, Hashem, the king of all kings, says, don't worry, come right into my house, I'll be here with you. I, as a matter of fact, we learned the Gemara, the Gemara says, but by a minion, Hashem comes first and He waits for us. So we can't come late. But that, that's, that's, a, that's the difference of Hashem. It's, it's, an, amazing, it's an amazing thing. Um, another thing that I had, uh, an amazing lesson that I want to share with you is, is we were on something called a frame. And, and the frame is like 5,000 feet high, and it's, it looks like a picture frame. It's actually, it's two sides. One side is the new Dubai, one side is the old Dubai. You go, you see, whatever. You go up in an elevator, it's like 5,000 feet high. And you go up, and there's a glass um, floor. And the glass door is very, very, very scary because you're walking and if that glass cracks, right, you're very, very fast um, <coughs> pancake. Very fast pancake. Um, so it's, you start walking on the, gra- on the glass and you're saying, I did none of this. It's better be thick. Let me see how thick. Let me see the edge. Well, what happens if like there's a, 
little earthquake and the grass, glass cracks. And, but afterwards, I was thinking about it. So then you're really scared and you're saying to them and you're walking on it, right? It's safe. It's, it's, it's a big, big, massive piece of glass. It's not going anywhere. But because you see it, because of our own minds, we see something like that, we're all of a sudden thankful to Hashem that He's watching over us. Now, what about if we're, walking, we're standing right here? Uh, are, are any of us thinking, wow, you know, a car is not losing control and, and, and flying in, a bomb is not coming, an earthquake is not coming, tsunami is not coming, a, <clears throat> so many things can happen that are much more likely than that gra- glass on, on the frame cracking. A lot more likely, right? But yet, we're not praying to Hashem more and, and thanking Hashem that we're here, that we're safe. We're just going as life as usual. Why? Because we don't see it. So what we don't see, we naturally assume that, yeah, of course we'll be safe. So that taught me is that, no, the whole world is a glass frame. The whole world is a glass floor that's 5,000 feet above in the air. Every time I walk, we don't have to, it's hard to constantly think like that. But sometimes you could think, wow, Hashem saved me today from, from all the things that happened, right? We had that, that car, that beautiful young couple that went in Williamsburg to... Um, to wherever they were going, and and this 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 crazy idiot that was that was driving like a lunatic, spinning around. I don't know if anybody follows the Jewish world. He slammed into them, and they were just driving, doing their own thing. Hashem saves us, but the the question is not why did that happen? Why didn't happen so many other times? You know how many times I go on the belt, and this I don't know if you ever have it. There's crazy people driving. You ever you ever see that? I don't know why the belt. Zooming by, not worrying about uh, you know tickets or like whatever. Nice. <laughs> but in one second, they're weaving in and out. In one second, you're gone. So uh, <clears throat> we have to keep that in mind. The last thing I wanted to say was that Tznius, <laughs> Tznius and the vibe was amazing. <laughs> and we actually sat and we met a fam. We met a family and they spoke to us and they were proud. Of, of their dress. They were proud of covering themselves. They were proud of who they were. There was, there's, there's no Nagia. There's no dating. It's no, it's like Hasidim all over. <laughs> and, and they, uh, and they're proud of it. So why aren't we proud of it? Why, why do we, why do we have to see the, the, you know, it's very interesting is that, uh, that they say, we know we're gonna, we're gonna go to this family, this cultural family that's gonna explain everything. Then the, the, any, anyone that's not, the ladies had to wear, um, head coverings. But nobody is complaining about it. But you take the same lady and bring them to a uh, wedding in Monroe, right? And they say, you have to wear a head cover. And they say, no, why should I? If they can't accept me for who I am, then I'm not going. Right? You ever hear that? Why all of a sudden? Why? Here, though, no, culture. No, it's culture. Oh, of course not. You know, they're not accepting you for your... But it's the same thing. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to see that... Um, that, that people are taking that seriously and uh, we, should, we should also, we should learn from them. So the bottom line is, is that coming from there we see that, that they started realizing it's an amazing thing that they we're the, we're the Bnei Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov and the world is, is beginning to recognize it. And actually the whole world recognizes it even the ones that hate us and try to kill us. Why do they hate us and try to kill us? Because they're jealous of us and, and they know that we are the chosen people. So it's nice to see this coming about. We're living in this, in this dar, and the Mitzvah Shem, it should continue. And if we think that, um, yes, uh, we uh, forgot to say, mention that 
that uh, tonight's share is uh, sponsored by Chaim Fishoff. Thank you very much. Liam Nishmas is Bobby Estabas Mordechai David Halevi. And continue for Shalem Tachava Davida Bas Chayef from it. And Hashem should bench Chaim uh, Hashem with uh, health, peace, Parnasatayva, and Zivag Yafa. Um, so yeah, we have to, but just we have to remember to be thankful. Although we're very nervous about <coughs> our new administration coming into office, and uh, it's it's really it is scary. But we should remember that uh, we see it all over. Good things are happening. That uh, we have a lot. We have to always be thankful. We have to always keep up the davening, and just remember that the best is yet to come. Amen. See you, Mr. Shem, next week. Shem.